Hello everyone and welcome once again to this webinar. Can you believe it's the last Wednesday in March? I don't know what it's like where you live, but here in the North Okanagan, the snow is almost gone, the fields are starting to green up, and the warm spring sunshine feels so wonderful. Oh, and the birds are all returning, which for me is always so exciting. Last week, our special guest, Dr. Greg Gary, had an informative presentation about empowering our youth, and he's back with us again tonight to educate us on the central banking system. He's a man of many talents, and we look forward to hearing more from him later in the show. I always like to say thank you to all the leaders and volunteers who are involved with Action for Canada, led by Tanya Gaw. There are so many people across this nation who are putting hours and hours of time, effort, and talent into the A4C community. And as we work together, we can only get stronger. Thank you, one and all. And thank you also to the Empower Our crew. I have a really short Bible verse that I want to share with you. This is one of the first verses I memorized when I first became a follower of Jesus. And now in these troubling times, this verse is so comforting to me. Trust in the Lord with all your heart and lean not on your own understanding. In all your ways, acknowledge him and he will direct your paths. And that's from Proverbs 3, verses 5 and 6. And I hope and pray that you will also find comfort in the Lord as I do. Action for Canada is a grassroots movement reaching out to millions of Canadians and uniting our voices in opposition to the destructive policies tearing at the fabric of our nation. Through call to action campaigns, we equip citizens to take action. We are committed to protecting faith, family and freedom. Every week, I have the pleasure of introducing Tanya Gaw, the founder of Action for Canada, to you. And every week, I always feel that I can never say enough about her. She is such an incredible person. She loves our country. She empowers us to stand up for our rights and freedoms. She inspires us with her words and her actions. And she encourages us to stand strong in truth. She's a woman of faith, integrity, and passion. Tanya, I know I speak for everyone on this call. We're so grateful for your leadership and your knowledge. Thank you for all that you do. Thank you, Heather. Thank you so much. Uh, you do such an amazing job every week. I, I can't not just let you slip by and, and uh, without saying how much we appreciate you. We get lots of uh, feedback. Uh, in the chat and from people personally I had someone call me today a friend and just say Heather's voice is so calming and the way that you introduce everyone you are you have such a gift for that and I just want to say that we really appreciate you thank you <laughs> all right all right welcome everybody thank you we had a little bit of technical difficulties tonight love it we're on zoom and we appreciate your patience when we go through something like that and so we're a few minutes behind our normal schedule i just want to let you know if you're new you're here for the first time would you just please pop that in the chat say if you're new or not and then i'm just gonna just uh, remind people that we open the doors so to speak on zoom at 4 30 uh, bc time 4.45, we have a, an orientation, a 
presentation from 4.45 till 5 o'clock. And that's because there's so many people that are just waking up in this country. They don't know about Action for Canada and they don't know about all the amazing resources that we have uh, where we've been assisting people, literally saving jobs and saving lives. So we start at the top of the hour. I give a bit of an update on some of the information that I think is is important for us to know, and then we bring on the guest. Um, I just want to tell you, we're really encouraging people to join our chapters across Canada. We're growing very quickly. We're upward of 150. Some of you may be having difficulties getting in touch with a chapter uh, because they're getting their roots in, and then it takes them time to start finding everybody for the, from the team to help answer emails, etc. Um, but I want to tell you how these, why these chapters are so important. I've had calls from people in the Maritimes uh, who needed assistance. Even a city councillor, for instance, uh, was the only one speaking up and he needed support. So I reached out to the chapter in that area and they contacted them immediately, served the mayor and city council, the rest of them notices of liability and started applying pressure and plus started educating uh, the mayors and city councils in that district because a lot of them are just going along to get along and aren't doing research. Well, this morning... I got this panicky call from my sister and she had a really good friend that's in a small town here in BC and that lady's friend had a massive heart attack and she needed surgery. So they had taken her to the small town hospital and because she wasn't vaxxed and she wasn't going to get vaxxed, they wouldn't give her care. So then they went to a larger city that was nearby and they as well wouldn't give her care because she wasn't vaxxed. And so her family drove her immediately to uh, Calgary and she thinking that, you know, I think that uh, the restrictions were, were lighter there and they wouldn't give her surgery. So they went through, finally they got an agreement and it ends up that they're going to have to do a bypass and she was in need of blood. The only blood available was blood from vaccinated people. And, and so there was an appeal. My sister reached out to me and says, look, this lady, they're going to do the surgery, but there's no way she wants to, to um, have vaccinated uh, blood as far as a transfusion is concerned. And so we got in touch with our Calgary chapter leader. I reached out to Kim McBride right away and I said, do you think you can help this lady? She needs A, O covers a lot of different, O, o apparently blood can cover a lot of different people. And wouldn't you know? She has A. So she came together with her mom, Laura, who is a chapter leader in Strathmore, and they've already gone and donated blood. In a couple of days, they're going to do donate more blood. A couple of other people are going to join in and help. And this is the kind of thing and the kind of community that the chapters from Action for Canada are providing. So I just want to give you a big shout out. Please join a chapter. Choose to be a chapter leader. Uh, we've got uh, provincial chapter leader teams as well as a national chapter leader, Ron. And we are vetting and trying to place people because as we've said, we want to be in 338 ridings. We want to affect, we're going to be beyond that actually because we want to be in every town and community because we want to replace people at all levels of government. If they've been silent in these last two years and missing an action, they don't deserve to get elected again, and they shouldn't because you that easily swayed and you don't have a backbone. This is no place to be in a government position representing people. They've all been missing in action. Uh, another big exciting thing is that we know that uh, in the United States, I believe it was a governor or a senator, said that action for Can I'm not sorry, so it said that they were putting Canada on a watch list for religious persecution. 
That's how bad it is. We've seen, I hope you've seen what the EU, many of the um, cabinet members have said about Justin Trudeau last week, uh, calling him a dictator, running the country like an, uh, with this uh, authoritarianism. Anyways, the persecution of Christians, the violations of uh, Canadian human rights is uh, unlike anything that we've ever seen in the history of this country. So next week's guest will, will be Meshed Al-Shefi, and he is the founder and president of One Free World International. And this gentleman has been fighting for human rights and against religious persecution around the world. And he and I are, are going to um, be presenting next week, and we'll be working together to address the religious persecution and the violation of human rights in Canada. He has overseen 600 cases and as he says god willing and god glory to the god to the lord that he has won all 600 so this is definitely an individual that action for canada is very very excited to align with and fight even further on behalf of canadians and so with that in mind um we have on our donate page to uh if you could donate towards the legal costs of this, that would be very much appreciated as we again take on a different avenue of fighting for Canadians' rights. All right, Terenzio, could we just uh, bring my screen up for a moment? For those of you who are new, I just want to quickly go over Action for Canada's webpage, um, just a couple of things. Under Call to Action, if you go to weekly emails, if you haven't, obviously, join is over here. You would sign up for the weekly emails, and then every week we put out a letter that looks something like this. And this week, as you know, it's on the central banksters and the social credit system. Uh, we always have an invitation to the Empower Hour this week with Dr. Greg Gary. He's just been amazing, a man of incredible many talents as far as uh, helping with our youth and uh, the campaign that we start on April 1st in a leadership program for youth, 12 to 19 years old. And then we're going to expand that. Many parents want to say, you know, want um, advice on how do I deal with my kids uh, with young people, university students are wanting assistance. And so I foresee there's going to be quite an alignment with Dr. Greg and I and Action for Canada moving forward. Uh, Greg has also uh, become one of the chapter leaders in Richmond, B.C. Lots of good information. I highly recommend if I had time, I'd play this. It's only two minutes, but it's so good. Uh, calling out the central banksters and the government and saying many of these people should be in jail, as we know. Uh, so please take the time. Go over the letters, make sure you've joined Action for Canada, and uh, we always put a couple of special notices at the bottom. This one happens to involve if you have medical professionals in your life who are being told that they have to provide their private vaccination information. It's not a vaccination. We know that it's an experimental injection, targeted attack against humanity, I say. But either way, if they're having to provide their private medical information or be forced to take this jab, this is a notice for them to send to their registrars and say absolutely not this is illegal and that will set them up uh, for pressing or laying criminal charges against them. Uh, the other thing that we've been doing is of course uh, encouraging people to fill out the notices of liability and uh, serve their employers and for many who are in unions or federal workers you're not having the success you would hope 
with the notices of liability, but we anticipated um, that, especially with any union organization. And so what we're doing now is we're taking it a step further, and we've had workshops with David Lindsay. I hope many of you may have attended those back in the fall, and we're actually laying private informations. And uh, we're going to continue to keep you posted on those and the success that we're having. We have quite a few on the go across Canada. And we're excited about uh, taking this from a different angle. The whole thing is, is the government is using the low-hanging fruit, regular Canadians, business owners, supervisors, managers, and anticipating that they were going to implement all of these illegal and unlawful orders. And so now it's time to take out uh, those individuals and hold them personally liable for the crimes against humanity that they are committing. And make no mistake, there are egregious crimes against humanity being uh, conducted in this country. All right, I don't want to take up any more time. Heather, will you please come on and let's bring Dr. Greg into the room? Yes, and thank you once again for your update. For those of you who were here for last week's Empower Hour, you've already had the privilege of hearing our next guest, Dr. Greg Gary. Greg is an author, teacher, pastor, professional speaker, and freedom fighter. As Tanya mentioned, this coming Friday, April 1st, he'll be starting the eight-week youth leadership and speaking program, which will empower our young people and teach them how to respond to peers and authority figures with respect and confidence. Greg is a man of many talents and is also known as the People's Economist. And tonight, he's going to be talking about the central banking system, fiat currency, and investing in gold, silver, and cryptocurrency. Greg, welcome. We are so thrilled that you can join us once again on the Empower Hour. Well, my great privilege to be here. And uh, whoever put on the pipes music, I want to say thank you very much. I really, really <laughs> appreciate it. My father was from Edinburgh. Great. <laughs> awesome. Oh, we're, if you're happy, we're happy, Greg. And I yeah. tell you, I'm not going to hold up any time. I've got my piece of paper ready and okay. my pen. I'm going to be taking notes old school here. So we'll just hand it over. We're really looking forward to what you're going to present tonight. Tremendous, tremendous. Listen, I, um, you know, I've been on since 430 and I want to say, this is a powerful community. You know, what goes on on the text chats, how you are all helping each other and contributing to each other. Tanya, I don't know if you know it or not, but when you started talking about donating blood, a whole bunch of people said, I'm in, I'm in, I'm in. This, what Action for Canada is doing is phenomenal. I am grateful to be involved. Uh, listen, I also want to, I know there's people from across Canada here. Um, I grew up in the military, and I was in the military, so I've been all over Canada via the military, being, via playing hockey. I noticed somebody was here from Flin Flon. I've been out to PEI, and I live on the West Coast, so I, uh, I really feel a part of everybody that's on this call tonight. So, okay, look, um, without further ado, let's, uh, let's rock and roll here, okay? So we'll start my PowerPoint, and I am sharing... And there we go. Correct? Good. Okay, good. So I call this wealth intelligence, okay? Now, first of all, I got to tell you, I am not, not, not a financial planner. Now, when I did this last time, I got people emailing me, well, I've got a house and an RSP and I got this and I got that. What should I do? Okay, I can engage with you, but please know I'm not a financial planner. I'll tell you how I can help you um, uh, at the end of this program. Now, look. 
And the opinions I'm giving here don't necessarily represent those of Action for Canada, although I do think mostly we're pretty well on the same page. Now, please, I'm going to tell you some stuff. Now, this is a pretty awake crowd here, I know, and some of you are just, just learning about what's going on. But I'm finding that people are new to this, this, this realm of finance. They don't, they don't know a lot of this stuff. So as I release it, please remember this important scripture. God has not given you a spirit of fear. You don't want to get into fear as I release this because we're going to have some solutions for you at the end. God's not given you a spirit of fear, but a power, love, and sound mind. Well, we're going to do the sound mind part tonight. We're going to inform you um, about what you can do, okay? And, of course, that comes from the Bible, basic instructions before leaving earth. How about that? Okay, so key questions. What about the financial banking, uh, financial and banking systems of the world? How do precious metals factor in? What is cryptocurrency and why is it growing so rapidly? Governments and digital currency, be careful. We'll talk about that. And five, what actions can you take? That's what we're going to cover tonight. I'll go as fast as I can given the time. But remember, if you're watching this recording, you can actually dial down and dial up on, uh, on recordings how fast this thing goes, okay? Or just listen faster, okay? In any presentation I do, I always talk about normalcy bias, okay? What is that? It's a mental state people enter into when facing a disaster. They will typically underestimate the, both the possibility of a disaster and its possible effects, okay? The phenomenon of disbelieving one's situation when faced with grave and imminent danger or catastrophe, over-focusing on the actual phenomenon instead of taking evasive action, a state of paralysis, okay? So I teach a lot on this and that you really, we really, need to understand how our mind works. Now, I got this from uh, Dr. Carolyn Leaf. You actually have real estate on your brain, and where that fingernail is pointing to, it's an electron microscope uh, photograph. Those are gnarled um, brain neuron networks, ill-formed. It's of the negative emotions like fear. It actually makes that kind of imprint in your brain. Well, the ones above, up here, sorry, the ones above up here are organized and proper and good and that's how you're meant to be thinking so we want to constantly be on guard for negative emotions and i know this these two years have been quite a time so here's an example of normalcy bias you know prime minister neville chamberlain a policy of appeasement now hitler would never 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 attack another nation well guess what uh shortly after their meeting he did and onwards he went okay he just he couldn't believe it and by the way, um, Churchill had been an ardent student of history, and uh, that's what allowed him to think differently. And by the way, we need to be ardent students of history so that we can understand what they are trying to do. Here's another story. Uh, in 1747, a clinical trial was done by Dr. James Lind, and he discovered that you could kill, you could stop um, the scurvy that was happening on these boats. And I tell you, thousands of sailors were dying in the previous years, but it wasn't adopted to 1800. They couldn't believe that something as simple as an orange, uh, as a lemon could stop scurvy, right? So we want to be constantly on guard for what's going on in our minds. And it helps us to understand other people as well. I don't know about you, but I've been, I've been critical and judgmental of others. But, you know, when people get stuff locked into their mind, 
it's it's hard to change it, right? We need prayer and and uh, lots of videos and information as well. People have been overmarketed to and lied to and ripped off over and over again, and that creates cynicism, right? We get really cynical, and that's dangerous because people are unwilling to assess real facts when they do come. Okay, so let's get into the core of this. Let's talk a little bit about the history of banking. Now, you know that real money is supposed to be gold and silver. In the beginning, that's what was used for exchange. I mean, first it was barter, then it was gold and silver. But when we started collecting gold, we we would put it into a bank uh, and they would give you a note. And so we just started trading in notes, right? We'd give Farmer Brown, uh, you know, a 100-pound note. um, But but the Farmer Brown could always go back to the bank and get that money. And the real money was the gold or the silver. And that's how banking used to work. Now, of course, the banks went and borrowed the gold and and that's how they made big money, but that's a whole other story. But the real money is supposed to be the gold and the silver, okay? Now look, look back here. This is a pictograph of the US dollar, okay? Now back in 19, okay, prior to 1913, everybody, the the US government fought to keep the central banks out of the government. They fought and they won and they fought and they won and they failed once and then they won. So they were in control of their own currency. But in 1913, the top wealthiest men in America got together on an island called Jekyll Island and they hatched the plan and they got this thing through in the Senate just before Christmas in 1913. The Federal Reserve, ladies and gentlemen, if you, I, I know, most of you know, but in case you don't, it is a private banking cartel, not, not, not owned by the U.S. government. That's insanity. Can you believe that? Okay. Um, and then something happened in 1933. They actually pulled back all the gold to the government. It was illegal to own it. They, you could be thrown in jail, and then, and then they raised the price of it. I mean, they, they've been messing with the people since 1913. However, it was the, 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 um, after World War II, everybody came to Bretton Woods, New Hampshire, all the nations of the world, and they decided that the U.S. dollar would be the reserve currency of the world. And all the other currencies were pegged to it. Why? Because the USA owned the most gold. So the currency was backed by gold until 1971 when Nixon came out and said, we are going to temporarily suspend the gold backing of the dollar. It wasn't temporary, folks. They, they, they cut off the real money connected to the dollar. And what did that do? That put the whole world on what's called a fiat currency system. And fiat means, in Italian, whatever. And so the whatever happened. And what does that give a government license to do or opportunity to do? Print and print and print and print. And that is why you see that pictograph of the U.S. dollar. Now, that's only at 213. It's, it's even it, a thinner line uh, here in 2022. Here is uh, the, uh, an older graph that was talked about billions in debt. Well, we have to put the word trillions in there. I'll show you that in a minute. Here's the Canadian dollar. Same thing. Folks, you know, we used to have our own bank. We used to have our, we used to own our own national bank 
That's how we built the railways. That's how we built the canals. That's how we built universities. And then um, somebody by the name of Trudeau Sr. actually gave our bank away into the same system as the U.S. Federal Reserve. Did you know that? It's okay to be angry. Okay. So the red line is the printing of the money, and you see the devaluation of the Canadian dollar as well. Anybody from Britain knows it's the same thing. Folks, it's the same thing all over the world. Okay? Everybody has to print to keep up with uh, the American dollar. Okay? Now, let's, um, let's put things in perspective here. Okay? So look at the upper left here. $10,000 in $100 bills. There it is. little stack fits in your hand. Okay, well, there's, there's a million in $100 bills at the foot of this guy, okay? Could probably stand on it and be six inches taller. There's a hundred million. Well, wow, there's a pallet right there. How, who'd like that? Do you like that? There's one billion. Wow. Look, now here's a trillion. You got the perspective? So take that billion shot, put it right into the little corner there, and then now look at a trillion. That's what's going on these days. We're talking about the printing of trillions of dollars. Wall Street on parade. Federal Reserve admits it pumped more than $6 trillion into Wall Street in a six-month period. That was back in 2020, and the beat goes on. Okay? Fed balance sheet can grow to $6 trillion or higher in a fight against, oh, in a fight against COVID-19. Right. Everybody on the, on the channel here is rolling their eyes. I can see it. Okay. You probably have all seen this. Look, if you haven't done this yet, just type in U.S. debt clock, and you're going to see these numbers. They're just ripping. They show the debt accumulating ongoingly. It is an amazing thing to look at. Do, do yourself a favor, and it will give you a sense of how out of control debt is. Now, I found this the other day. This is going to blow your mind. Ready? I wish I could see the chat. Anyways, I'll imagine. This is the total accumulation of federal debt, starting with Sir John A. Macdonald, leading up to Sir John, excuse me, leading up to Stephen Harper. Okay? Are you ready for this? Drum roll, please. This maniac is out of control, everybody. He's out of control in multiple fronts. You know he's given away money and weapons to Ukraine, and only God knows what else he's doing that we don't. But it is serious. I'm sure you'll agree. Okay? William Leon McKenzie. Once a nation gives up control of its currency, it matters not who makes the laws because usury once in control, will wreak havoc on any nation. Another guy named Rothschild said the same thing. He said, I care not who runs the government, for whoever runs the financial systems runs the nation. I think you all know the name Rothschild. Here's, uh, I talked about this earlier, how all the nations are printing. Here's, let's make it real. Now, this, this is back, this ended in 215, so we could, we could add another column to this. Hey, bread used to be 52 cents, now it's 499. No, it's not. It's closer to $6 now. Movies, 
$12.99 from $2.69. I remember being in Germany paying a quarter um, for a movie on the military base there. Okay, maybe it was subsidized. It should be $0.35. Cents. Okay, movies now are close to $15. Homes, ay, ay, ay. let's not even talk homes, right? Stamps, milk. There's so many examples. But look at the rates of increase in percentage. $9.59, $4.83, over 1000 right? But here's the key. Did your income go up on an average of 675%? And normally when I talk to audiences, it's uh, no, they're all shaking their heads. So what's going on? Your wealth position is being compromised. You are being stolen from. It's called the secret inflation that you're being stolen from, from the printing of money. So by the way, this system called fiat currency is long overdue for a crash. Modern day fiat currency, starting back with China, by the way, they were the first. They just collapsed. They were out of control. Okay. According to a study of 775 fiat currencies, there is no historical precedence for any fiat currency that has succeeded in holding its value. Average lifespan, 27 years. Canada, we're at 41 now. USA at 44. We are long overdue for something major. Don't be in fear. Okay. This is what happened in Zimbabwe. I have a binder full of, I'm a trillionaire in Zimbabwe notes. Okay. And you're thinking, you're thinking in your head, uh, no, 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 I could never happen here. No, 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 never. Not Canada, not a modern nation, not USA, a modern nation. Well, it has happened to a degree, hasn't it? Okay. History's reaction to economic crisis. Take a look at this. Okay, this is in Germany. And uh, February 8th, now I don't have the year. When was that? Just after the World War II, I believe. Or was it World War I? Forgive me, I got to go back and look that up. It's been a while. Okay, but do you see what I've got in the square there? That is stacks of bills. Okay, stacks of bills. Okay, uh, 45 trillion billion marks a day was printed okay they look at this 12 paper mills supply marks they 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 cranked up 12 paper mills just to issue these marks okay now the problem now is they can do it digitally okay wow we know what happened in venezuela okay look at the cost for tomatoes look at the cost for a chicken look at the cost for toilet paper wow out of control because of printing. Okay. All right. Uh, just to, sorry, I just got a cough here. The U.S. dollar. I don't. I don't know how long it's going to last. <coughs> Excuse me. There we go. <laughs> Little humor for you there. Okay. Situation report. We used to talk about it in the military. Sitrap. Look. Here's what people think. You know, I, when I asked, I was at an event the other night, and I said, "Okay, what do you think the rate of inflation is?" And I heard three percent. I heard six percent. I heard seven percent. Come on, really? What did you pay for a basket of groceries a year ago? Are you telling me it's only 6% more expensive now? No way. If you go to a place called shadowstats.com, that guy keeps the track of the real rate of inflation, and it is in the order of 15% right now. So when you're doing any calculation for your portfolio, again, I'm not a financial planner, okay? But you, you need to factor that in. If you're not making at least 15% on your portfolio, that's a break-even. 
You need to know that. So anything that's connected to this fiat currency system that I just blew my nose on, um, you, you know, you, you, you got you to you know this. You got to be making 25%, 30%. And who knows the rate of inflation and what's going to happen in the days to come. I'm going to show you something else here in a minute that's going to tune your senses, okay? Did you know that we have bail-in laws in this nation and in other nations, but you are classified as an unsecured lender to the bank. If the bank gets in trouble, too bad for you, okay? Too bad for you. People say, yeah, but it's covered by, I forget the name of that insurance, CDIC or something, but uh, um, it's not gonna, co it'll cover two or 3%. If the banks crash or the banks get in major trouble, your money is at risk. I keep a zero balance in the bank and I put my money elsewhere, okay? Uh, this is a book written by Robert Kiyosaki, who stole my pension. Uh, he and Edward Seidel did some research. Um, they noted that there's a loss of value in IRAs and RSPs. Um, they're encouraging people to sell off assets. There's, uh, there's going to be a sell-off, and there has been a sell-off, and there's going to be panic selling, they say. They also say the greatest real estate crash the world has ever seen is going to happen, and also a credit bubble crash. Okay, so let me talk economics for a minute. There should have been a major, major, major crash in 2008, okay? There was a huge bailout. Yes, Lehman went down, but there was huge bail. I mean, we, like, it was in the midnight hours that they stopped the banking system around the world from crashing, okay, like in 1929, which, by the way, was planned, okay? Um, so what have they been doing to prevent the big crash I know if I did it, if I asked the audience right now, they would answer. You would say more printing. And that's exactly what's going on. More printing, more printing, more printing. It keeps propping up the system. Okay. So you're seeing bigger and bigger numbers out there on the markets, but it's via the devaluation of the currencies. So you got to know that. Now, I've been a student of a guy named Mike Maloney. Okay. You might want to write this down. Mike Maloney, the hidden secrets of money he's got a series that is so now it's going to take you hours to watch but you can watch it a section at a time you will be so educated after you watch that and it's going to be so so new to you you're gonna to have to watch it three four five times but if you want to get it in your dna what has been going on and what will go on for a little while longer until it happens then watch mike okay all right yeah here's an actual this is back in 2020, before COVID, Canada's top pension's in big trouble, right? So if you're relying on your pension, uh, you really want to take a look at that and, and uh, diversify, okay? All right. Well, let's talk about precious metals, okay? Thomas Jefferson, paper money is liable to be abused, has been abused, is and forever will be abused in every country it is permitted in. Smart guy. Hey, you guys, these founding fathers were trying to escape the system from Britain and the Rothschilds, etc. Okay? Gold is money. Everything else is credit. Who owns gold owns money. Very interesting that the former head of the Fed would say such a thing because they weren't all about gold. They're all about fiat currency in the end. Okay? 
Here is a, um, a picture of um, making it more real. Back in 1998, 20 bucks, basket of groceries. 2018, what do you get for 20 bucks? Yeah, I don't even think it would be that high right now. I think you'd have to take another one of those boxes out, okay? So, and I, and I want to tell you that, you know, when you have discussions with people, you ask them, are prices going up? And they'll say yes. And you go, no, they're not. Prices are not going up. The value of the currency, the buying power of the currency is going down. Okay, so you want to get that in your heart. In the absence of the gold standard, there's no way to protect savings from confiscation of wealth. There it is, confiscation of wealth. Your savings, it's, it's a confiscation of the value of those dollars. There's no safe store of value. Deficit spending is simply a scheme for the confiscation of wealth. These guys know it. We need to understand it, okay? Now, this is um, uh, a chart from Mike Maloney of S&P's five, you know, the, the S&P 500's biggest declines. And note that typically gold and silver outperforms in, in a crisis, okay? So maybe take a picture of that if you want. Okay, so gold and silver is great in a crisis and beyond, okay? This one called is called Nails in the Coffin. Um, so Utah recognized gold and silver as money. Venezuela repatriated its gold. Germany did that. Texas did it. Ger- uh, Germany twice <laughs> must have been important. China and Iran bypassed the dollar. Um, uh, China and, and, and Japan are doing currency swaps. So see, the reason the U.S. dollar prospered so is it was because of the reserve currency status, but also it was the petrodollar. They made a deal with Saudi Arabia. All oil buys go through the U.S. dollar and will protect your nation. Well, that too has collapsed. Okay. All right. So uh, this is a slide that shows that uh, an ounce of gold pretty well has bought the same thing over the generations. Back in Rome, a nice toga with the full accoutrements cost about an ounce of gold. Today, what's an ounce of gold? Gosh, 2000. Well, that's a pretty nice suit and shoes. But generally, you get the picture. Okay. Same with cars. Okay, kilogram of gold, bought a beautiful car back in, in 1920. Well, about, about the same gold will buy uh, a beautiful car in 2020. Gold holds its buying power. Okay, that's the key. Gold holds its buying power. It does not suffer um, inflation. Now, FYI, gold and silver have been dramatically suppressed these past decades. They, gold and silver is ready to explode, okay? Since the Great Depression, 1932, the dollar has lost 98% of its purchasing power. Gold has risen in value 4,300%. Don't you wish you could go back in time, talk to your grandmother or grandfather, hey, get some gold, please. What would it be worth today, okay? 100K in gold in 32 would be worth $4.5 million, and wait till gold rockets, that, that bar is going to go a lot higher. Okay? Are you getting the point? Lots of smart people recommend gold and silver. Okay? As a hedge against inflation. Now, Deutsche Bank in Germany is one of the banks most in trouble in the world. And they actually said, they made a statement. Now, this, this is an old uh, thing now. How old is this? I can't, I can't see the date. Anyways, buy gold as, in, as insurance, they were saying. Because they knew that all their clients would be in trouble 
with the portfolios they had in their bank. Okay. All right. Well, is that enough education? What can you do? Let's talk about that. All right. You can acquire gold bullion. Now, a lot of people have never, ever acquired gold bullion. So I'm getting emails and phone calls from across Canada. How do I do it? So I've set up uh, with some shops. Uh, a couple of them will actually send it to you. So, so you don't have to go into the big city to find the gold shops. Okay, I'm in Richmond. I've got one just down the road. I'm lucky, right? Get silver bullion. Now, just so you know, gold, there's typically a gold-silver ratio uh, valuation of them. And the ratio is about uh, 20 to 25 ounces of silver to one ounce of gold. Okay, that's typically the ratio. But that ratio right now, now I haven't looked at it for a while, but it's, um, well, let's see, gold's about, uh, silver's about 40, gold's about 2,000, what is that, 50 to 1? So it's running about 50 to 1. So silver is suppressed. So people are asking me, what do I get? I, I, I never advise. I just say, well, I'm getting predominantly silver. Then when silver rockets, I'm going to convert it into gold because silver is so heavy. Okay? So, but it's really, you know, when you hold that stuff in your hands, you guys, you know, it just, I don't know. It, it, yeah, everything gives off an energy, and I'm not going to get into that energy stuff, but it just feels good. You know, oh, this is real money in my hands. I love it. Okay? And now, so I tell people, get gold, get silver, and get the right cryptocurrency. Get the right cryptocurrency. There are thousands of cryptos out there. You really got to be careful. You really got to know what you're doing. What's cryptocurrency? It's a digital currency designed as to work as a medium of exchange through a computer network that is not reliant on any central authority. Hello? Did you get that part? Not reliant on any central authority, such as a government or a bank. You know, we've at, we're so used to them having their eyes on your private wealth. We just accepted it. But your wealth should be private. It's nobody's business what you have. Okay? So individual, and I won't go, I won't go deep on the tech side of it here. Let's just do a, a high level. Individual coin ownership records are stored on a digital ledger, which is com a computerized database using strong cryptography to secure transaction records to control the creation of additional coins and to verify the transfer of coin ownership. Okay? It's okay. There won't be an exam until you take the course. Okay, so why do people get cryptocurrency? Number one, it's decentralized. Nobody has eyes on your stuff, okay? Two, you, you don't, like, in, in any crypto you buy, there's a limited issue. That's it. They don't issue two anymore. So it has the ability to grow in value, okay? And no, but no intermediaries. Like if I want to send Action for Canada some uh, cryptocurrency, it's just I'm online in my, in my wallet, send uh, 500. Zing. It's in her account within minutes. Nobody else sees it, touches it, has their hands on it or their eyes on it. How about that? You see why people are going a little crazy for crypto? Okay, so we're taking be it currency, backed by faith and confidence, because that's all it is. There's no value there. It's, it's faith and confidence. And we're putting our wealth into gold and silver and crypto. That's the big three that I'm dealing with right now. Of course, if you have enough for land, that is also a very good thing. Okay? All right.
So what's the Bitcoin story? Uh, everybody has one. You know, we were approached six, seven years ago. Hey, why don't you try this Bitcoin thing? You know, throw a hundred bucks at it. Nah, I'm a gold guy. Don't be crazy. Really? Digital? What? Are you kidding? That's just like fiat. Forget about it. Oh, man. Right? I wish I had it. Okay? So Bitcoin went from cents up to 60K. It's down, down at 40 now. Pretty volatile. Prediction is from some pretty smart people, it's going to rocket. Okay? Not a promise. Those are some of the people I follow, like Bo Polney. Okay? All right. So, so not just Bitcoin has rocketed. Let's look at something here. Litecoin went from 270 to 79. I don't know what's at now. Okay. 2,800% increase. Wow. There's, oops, sorry. There's Bitcoin, right? 4,200% growth. Um, XRP, you've heard about. Dash, Ethereum. Am I recommending those? Not formally. Uh, being involved in crypto. And by the way, we're doing a program tomorrow night. Okay. So don't, don't think you're going to miss something here. If you want to know more, we're going to help you with it. Um, so yeah, those are some of the top coins. Okay. And it's about diversification. You know, it's like having uh, a spread of different currencies around the world. Okay. So you're, you're, you're hedging your bets. You're diversifying in that system. Okay. So yes, people are using cryptocurrencies, right? 36% of businesses in the U S accept Bitcoin. Wow. And some, some pretty big companies as well. Some companies I don't like, but nevertheless, just to prove the point, okay? Here we go. Switzerland, financial country, right? Uh, Dolder, Grand, and Zurich takes crypto. Dr. Arthur Veloin, I know you've never heard of him, but he's a heavy hitter with Credit Suisse. And so he, he runs Bitcoin Swiss. Okay? Saw this the other day. This is... Uh, United Arab Emirates, by the way, that country is, has become very progressive in cryptocurrency and women's rights and education. Very impressive. They're, so you can go and pay for your child's education with Bitcoin. How about that? Okay. All right. Well, let's peer into some intel that you probably already know. Oh, sorry. I misspelled this. I apologize. Um, there. The coronavirus scandemic. That's better, right? I hear you clapping, right? Because we know that's what it was. So, th thank you. <laughs> I love this. What a team this is. It's so good. Um, so, you, you know, you, know, um, you guys, the, the organizing team for this whole thing, I love the fact that every week you repeat the same videos because we need to watch those videos 50 Times to get it into our DNA so we can speak with power and influence. Yeah. So that's what we're going to be doing in the youth program. We're going to be teaching people to speak. I once followed Tanya's <laughs> where she went into Costco without a mask and I saw the video. I, so I said, I'm going in, Tanya. And I said, what, did you, what do you do? Uh, here's what you do. Well, I got escorted out by two uh, RCMP officers. And uh, as I was reading the Charter of Rights and they were, they were laughing. Uh, anyways, Repetition is the mother of learning, right? So I know you've seen this before, but this is just the most egregious. Look, it's, I'm going to read this, okay? Deputy Prime Minister, and I, I hate even giving the, these people a title. Uh, Christia Freeland said Thursday, financial institutions have moved quickly to freeze the accounts of people licked, uh, linked to demonstrations in Ottawa, leaving an unknown number of protesters in financial limbo. 
I just want you to really, I know you've seen this, but let's, let's chew on it together again. It's, uh, it is egregious. What is going on? Freeland uh, said the RCMP and other law enforcement agencies have been gathering intelligence on convoy protesters and their supporters. It's like, what is this, an armed convoy of tanks? They're, they're, no, these are freedom fighters. It's, it, I mean, it's still, I can't believe it that this is happening. You know, cognitive dissonance, but it is. Boy, do we need to keep standing up, you guys. Okay, um, this is out of Australia, I believe. The end of ATMs in Australia. Yeah, thousands of cash machines are removed across the country as banks go digital. Hmm. Is that cryptocurrency or what is that? Let's find out. Here's an overview of a cashless society. Banks have full control over every single penny you own. Every transaction is recorded. All your movements are traceable. Access to your money can be blocked. You'll have no choice but to declare and be taxed on every penny. Government will decide what you can and cannot purchase. If your transaction is deemed questionable by those who create the questions, your money will be frozen. How many of you out there have been asked by a teller, well, what are you using this money? This Why are you drawing 10000 Every time I'm like, I want to say, none of your, well, I'm a pastor, so I can't swear, but none of your business, right? Now, look, um, some of you have seen this video and some of you have not. Now, why am I talking about this right now? Because there's cryptocurrency for the private realm. And now the central banking system slash governments want to get in on the on the technology i want you to listen to this guy really 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 closely i'm going to play this for the youth and i'm going to ask them to dissect this video okay but you want to really listen to how beautiful and warm and slick and this is for you uh kind of video this is but i want you to really Ask the Lord for wisdom on what it really means. Now, I don't know if I think I have to go to a YouTube on this one. Yeah, I do. Sorry, guys. Canada is on the cusp of a revolutionary innovation that will transform the way Canadians authenticate themselves online and protect their identity. Digital ID. All of us are living in a digital world, but we're tethered to an analog model of how we identify ourselves. Memorizing countless online passwords, carrying government-issued licenses, plastic cards, and more. Digital ID is a way for Canadians to identify themselves to government, businesses, and each other electronically with ease and rock-solid security, without the need to present physical documents. One interconnected network, a federated digital ID ecosystem developed in collaboration with Canada's best and brightest talent from our banks, telecommunication companies, law enforcement, and government. It would have the power and security to store every Canadian's electronic identity and attributes and it would unlock countless opportunities for Canadians to verify who they are safely, quickly, and securely, while only revealing the information necessary for each transaction. Really? A fast, easy, and secure way to bank, sign up for government services, renew driver's licenses or health cards, shop, travel, and more. Canada's banks are perfectly situated to help lead the creation of a federated digital ID system. Oh, indeed they are. Okay, so you can go and watch the rest of that video yourself. 
Tanya, we should start praying for this Neil Permenter guy and see if we can reach out to him because he he's he doesn't know what he's doing. Or maybe he does. Maybe he does. It's concerning right, for back. sure. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Uh, oh, that's the wrong one. That's the youth. Hang on. Sorry about that. Let's get back to the other PowerPoint. Sorry, folks. Hey, all good, Greg. I could sing if you like. <laughs> would you sing a few bars there, Tanya? <laughs> oh, I think people would start signing off really quick. <laughs> all right, you okay, good? Okay, now, now I I played this one the other night when I did the the, the youth program. Here's KD, KTDI, and this one's more global in nature. I'm not going to play it tonight because of time, but you write that down. You write down KTDI and look at their video. Oh, it is so slick, all for your benefit. And then they've got you guys. It's like taking the mark, okay? It's like taking the mark. Sorry, sir, your card's been declined due to your political views. Now, you, you laugh? It's going on in China. That's what they're lining up. Card declined. Please delete all tweets that have violated your bank's hate speech policies to process payment. You don't think that's going to happen? You don't think that's what they got planned? That's what's going on in China. Okay, again, watch the cognitive dissonance, okay? So, yeah, here's, so here's some slides from China, okay? China's SoCred system ranks citizens and punishes them with throttled Internet speeds, flight bans, if the Communist Party deems them untrustworthy. You're given away. You get involved in, in this in any way, shape, or form. You're giving away your freedom. So, yes, crypto is good, but be wise. Okay? Now, I added this to the presentation this week. We're almost done, folks. Okay? Um, look at this. Look at this. Okay? Russia just made a case for owning gold, and nobody noticed it. Now, listen to this. Okay? Here's a strong ar argument for adding gold bullion to retirement portfolio right now, okay? So head of the Russian parliament, Zvalny spoke last week on the subject of the economic and financial sanctions being levied against Russia following the invasion of Ukraine. Most of the coverage of his remarks implied that Russia might respond to the sanctions by switching from U.S. dollars to Bitcoin for international trade. How about that? Okay. Much more interesting was Valny's main point. Even, even though it's been mostly overlooked, if other countries want to buy oil, gas, and other resources or anything else from Russia, he said, let them pay either in hard currency, and this is gold for us, or pay it as a convenient as it is convenient for us. This is the national currency. Okay. Now look, look, I put this one in uh, underline. And for them, that no longer means US dollars, it means gold. The dollar ceases to be a means of payment for us. It has lost all interest for us, Zavalny added, calling the greenback no better than... Sorry about that. Then um, <laughs> toilet paper or candy wrappers, as they say. Look, you guys, that is really huge. Okay, also, please know that Saudi Arabia has stopped uh, uh, the need to pay for oil in U.S. dollars. 
they're taking Russian rubles, okay? Now, one thing that people ask me about, what about this QFS, this quantum financial system, this currency revaluation strategy that we've been hearing about for years? And my comment on that is no comment. <laughs> we can discuss it privately because if it's true, it's going to completely wipe out so much of this discussion, okay? So I won't say anything more. I, I'm sorry. It's just false too far outside the scope of what we're talking about tonight. So, so what should you do, okay? The Bible says um, uh, to know the times, okay? Know the times. Understand the times. Don't be an ostrich in the sand. Come to webinars like this and, and do your research. Find out what's going on. Acquire gold and silver. Certainly you cannot go wrong doing that. Get educated on crypto and exchange your devaluing fiat. Remember, you're not buying gold, you're not buying silver, you're not buying even crypto. You're exchanging one asset for another, except you know, you know that you know, one of those assets are devaluing, okay? Move to smaller banks and private banks. Now I get a lot of questions this week on what smaller bank? And I don't know of any in Canada yet. Please somebody tell me if they know of one. I use a system, a private bank out of, um, out of Britain of all places uh, to keep some of my money moving. Okay, so now I know this isn't a part of the program, but um, I just wanted to add this as an extra bonus. You know, these COVID home test kits that are so dangerous and toxic and they're disgusting. Well, I've got something for you that's going to help. And well, let's just take a look. My friend told me about a home COVID test. I'm going to share it with you. So follow along. It could save your life. Open a can here. Now what you do is you smell it and then you taste it. If you can smell it and taste it, you don't have COVID-19. Last night, I did this test 19 times. They all came back negative. Tonight, I'm gonna to do the test again because I woke up with a headache and I'm afraid I might be coming down with something. I'm so nervous. Okay, so look, uh, we we got to keep laughing, folks. We just got to keep laughing, right? I, I, I've been playing that everywhere. People just crack up. Okay, so just to remind you again, folks, this is so, so, so important. You know, I don't know what your relationship is with, with God, with Jesus, but um, I'm a pastor and I have a very strong one. And for what we're up to right now, everybody, these guys have gotten their tentacles so deeply into society. We need God's help to get it all back. We're getting God's help to get it all back. So there's prayer teams everywhere praying. There's groups like Action for Canada on the ground, soldiering on together. Uh, so just remember, no spirit of fear, okay? And no spirit of condemnation either on other people. We've got to do this in love. We've got to do this with power. We've got to do this with a sound mind, okay? Mm -hmm. All right. Mm -hmm. So um, keep in mind that tomorrow night, uh, I've teamed up with a guy named uh, Ebenezer Valley, really nice guy, uh, brother. Um, and uh, we're going to just do crypto basics. Why? There's been such a demand. I, that people are calling me. I don't know anything. So this is what we're going to do tomorrow night. No charge. Okay. So, so keep that in mind. 
uh, you can go to libertygoldcrypto.com and there's a flyer there, but the Zoom link is at the very bottom there. Um, um, actually, libertygoldcrypto.com is a website that will take you right to the Zoom meeting, okay? Also keep in mind, um, the Youth Leadership Program starts Friday. Listen, I don't think we realize what's happened to our youth. You know, we're older, stronger, We've been through stuff, you know, we've got resilience and we, or we've got um, faith. I presented out in um, Pitt Meadows Monday night and there was a lineup to talk to me after about all things. But the most precious thing that happened to me was this girl in grade 11 came up to me. She said, I want to do the program. I said, oh, that's wonderful. And I looked at her, you know, she kind of had this, I don't know, veil over her. But I looked behind and I said, you know, you got leadership all over you. She said, what? I said, yeah, you just got, there's something about you that's all about leadership. She started to cry. And I said, what are you, why are you crying? She said, nobody's spoken to me like that in two years. So we don't know how damaged this, these youth are, you know? So this is such a huge opportunity to make a difference to our youth. And, we're going to do it. We're going to get back our youth. We're going to empower them. We're going to raise them up. They're going to be fired up. You're going to be so proud of so many kids across Canada that are going to do this program. This program is about understanding what's going on and then being able to articulate a defense for it with love. Not an easy task. Okay. But that's what we're up to. We're up for transforming the culture. And it's so important that we raise up action for Canada across Canada in every community um, so we can do this together. Okay. So that's it from me. I'm sorry if it took so long of your precious evening. That's from another tech. Yeah, this was just amazing. And I know I've been watching the chat and how many people we're going to go into a bit of a QA and a time now. Yeah. And um, just as a bit of a pause, I want I want to let because there was a lot of new people who have joined us tonight. And um, I want to help you understand a little bit about Action for Canada. This is a community of family and friends that have been joining every Wednesday night for over a year and a half. And so we welcome you. We're so excited that you're here. And uh, so I just want to bring, uh, just so that you know for the future, because we always have amazing speakers on, Action for Canada is not here just to educate you. Lots of people are doing that with their blogs, etc. But we want to actually equip you and then encourage you to take action. We want you actually coming to Action for Canada and feeling like you're not alone, but you also leave feeling empowered. And we say knowledge is power. And when you have it, you got to use it and you got to share it. So that's why we bring on incredible speakers uh, like uh, Dr. Greg Gary. The other thing I want to let you know is that Action for Canada as well does not charge for our Empower Hours and these uh, amazing speakers. But I'll tell you, you can see that Dr. Greg has put a lot into this. And so, Sheila, if you would just provide the email for Dr. Greg, I'd love to encourage people. I mean, can you imagine if everybody on this call just sent Dr. Greg $5 for tonight? I think, you know, I don't want to limit people, Dr. Greg. <laughs> but I just want to let you know that, you know, a lot of work goes into this. He's he's just so generously giving of his time and um, efforts with Action for Canada. And as well, please consider becoming monthly donors with Action for Canada. We need to budget. We need to keep this going. Uh, we anticipate growing 
to the point where nationwide we truly are going to affect all levels of government. We are going to be a powerhouse together with those communities. Anyways, I'll stop with that for a moment. Appreciate what you know we're providing you tonight, um, and uh, be positive. I know there's a few people saying get to the program, but I want you to understand this is family. We come and do this every week, and we want to update people on what's going on. So you're welcome here, and we love it. And let's go to some Q and A. Terenzio, do you have uh, somebody lined up already, or should I yeah. get to the? Yeah. Okay. I, I, well, what I'm going to do is I'm just going to reset the hands, just because sometimes we don't have uh, we don't have people at the screen. So those of you that would like okay. to ask a question, please go ahead and resubmit your virtual hands. While we're doing that, I have a 10 second question for uh, Dr. Greg Gary. Isn't it illegal to uh, blow your nose on some dollar bills? I thought I would uh, ask you that, but I guess it doesn't really matter. I'm sure it was fake. <laughs> Guilty. Yeah, on somebody camera. sent this right. to me, and I thought, oh, oh it's fake. Perfect. There's, uh, um, and I, I've got a toilet paper roll around here somewhere, too. It's pretty funny. <laughs> we have tons of questions, so we're going to get to it right away. Uh, first question is from Jane. Jane, are you with us? Yes. I just want to, I, I went to the website uh, to want to sign up, but that crypto. Uh, LibertyGoCrypto.com. It, it said the website is not. Uh, it's, it didn't show up your website at all. So oh. I was. I just wanted to check. Well, LibertyGoldCrypto.com is a leads you right into a Zoom channel. Yeah, that's what I saw so when I went on. Sign- I was a bit confused. How do we sign up for? How do we sign up? How do we sign up for your seminar tomorrow? To show up. Can, yeah, can you, you actually you, put you the link, uh, Greg, in the chat? Well, it's, it's probably... simply libertygoldcrypto.com. And when you do that, it'll lead, you've got to have Zoom already loaded on your... On your yes, computer. I do. Yeah, well, let me check it. I don't, I don't know what's going yeah, on. Yeah, I had gone on oh, there, Greg, as well, about 10 minutes ago. Yeah? Oh, yeah. Oh, it, it did show up. You got on, Okay. Yes, okay. it, it actually it, it pops up the Zoom uh, open open Zoom popped up. Okay, so, yeah. um, so tomorrow so night, just, tomorrow night at about ten minutes. When, when did I say I'm doing it? Seven o'clock, six, seven, seven, seven o'clock PST. Pop in on you know five to seven, and you'll be let into a room, and we're going to do it just like this. Okay. Okay. Awesome. PST time. All right. Seven PST. Thank you. Yeah, yeah you're welcome. All Good right. Well, I'd love to hear where people are from when they come on. Thank you for your question, Jay. Next, we have Paul. Paul. Hi. Um, thanks for the presentation. I actually, like, I knew most of the stuff you talked about, and uh, I would agree. Uh, the The side where I'm, I'm finding I have the challenge is the crypto. Um, okay. I see what's happening. I, I get frustrated and sad to see what I believe is a dollar is just a theft of, of people's wealth. Right. Um, I believe in gold and silver. Uh, it's tangible. I kind of just see that, that we need to get out of the industrialization we're used to and get into like smaller communities and just get back to tangible things. But how do we know that crypto isn't another tool to impoverish? We see the fluctuations. We, we wonder what's it backed by, um, there is any crypto that is stored by gold. Where is it stored? There's so many things to ask about it. Um, there are there are something called stable stablecoin currencies like Paxos. Paxos is actually gold, and uh, what what are cryptos backed by? They're backed by utility. 
So a lot of them have a uh, utilization to it. Ethereum is contracts on the blockchain. So it's, it has a real use case. And so that's why the value's gone up. Now, what's the end game for crypto? My personal philosophy, I'll be in crypto for a time. I'll take advantage of the wealth transfer and then I'll get out. Is that two years? I don't know. Three years? I don't know. I'm, you don't see it as a long term because like, I, I guess. Um, still Babylon. Or, I call it, it's still in Babylon. Fiat currency, still in Babylon. Yeah. Cryptocurrency, still um, in Babylon. Bible says the gold is mine and the silver is mine, says the Lord of hosts. And yes, communities, um, I'm coming across more and more people that are setting up communities away from the cities where they can be self-sustained. Um, just getting, you know, like the, the WEF, they, they ran a, um, a mock kind of pandemic, you know, and then as soon as they were done with it, they had one. Yep. Now you're talking cyber attacks. So I, I feel like that just really raises a yep. lot of red flags as far yep. as the crypto. So I just want people to be aware of the risks yes. on that too. And I think I, I don't want to be a part of aiding anybody into losing their investments kind of thing. Absolutely. Buyer beware. Just thank you so much. Yeah, for sure. Okay, yeah, thanks. Appreciate it. All right. Thank you for your question. Good. Next. Good. I like that. That's really good. We have Henry. Henry, are you with us? Yes, I am. All right, three minutes. Yeah, I'm uh, in uh, Ontario there, Greg. Whereabouts? Bradford. Nice. Used to live in Trenton and Ottawa and Toronto. Yeah, yeah I'm uh, north of Toronto. Uh, question, I'm looking at uh, uh, another form of uh, uh, play uh, business here. It's called Kinesis Exchange. Yes. Have you ever heard of that? Yeah, I have. And I'm checking into it. I'm, I'm wondering yeah. uh, if you know about it. Is it? Yeah, I uh, looked into it. I looked into it. It's uh, it gold, legit? right? It's it's involving gold. I was so, going to say kind of like that. Um, you just want to be really careful that you can always, at a moment's notice, get your gold. Yeah, get your gold. Okay. But there, there, you can actually get their card, and then you can buy things using the, the gold, the silver, whatever yeah. option you want to go with when you yeah. want to buy. So, I mean, you know, it's nice to have gold and silver, but it is also heavy. So it's not, uh, yeah. I mean, yeah. you could actually yeah. just. Uh, yeah. It's, they, it's, they it's like the it banks like, of old, right? It's, it's like, okay, I've got my certificate, right? I'll go around, I'll trade my certificates, but I can always go back to the bank and get my gold. You just want to make sure you can do that with Kinesis. Exactly. Yeah. 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 Yeah, we have a similar system. With, with, I'm just still checking it out before I give yeah. some money. Good. Thank you. Yeah, you're welcome. All right. Thanks for your question. Next, we have Henrietta. Henrietta, are you with us? Henrietta, are you there? Um, you refer to Canadian Bank. Can you? I think you're crackling up. Are you, can you hear us Okay. Uh, I think your connection is weak. I'm really sorry, Henrietta. I thought she asked about banks. Can you hear me now? Yes, we oh, can hear we you now. If yeah. you can ask your question before you cut out, that would be great. Okay, great. Thanks. You referred to the Life Investors Group and so on and credit unions. I think she's when, asking about, you're, the, you're fading in and out, my dear. I think you're unions. asking about banks. And so... Uh, as I said in the program, um, 
I'm, I'm, you don't want to be involved in the, in the bigger banks in any way. Credit unions, I've heard that they folded into the bigger banking system as well. I, I don't know exactly. I can't say anything about it yet. I just know I'm involved in a private bank uh, myself. Okay, so when I, I'm looking for intel on if there's any truly, truly private banks in Canada. Okay, so yeah. stay, stay. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to start a blog too so we can get this information out to people. And I'll have a Telegram channel as well specifically for this. Okay? Perfect. Thanks for your question. Next we have Laureate. I'm really sorry if I mispronounced that. Are you there, Laureate? Yeah, I'm here. Uh, thanks. That's uh, really informative. Uh, I, I, community credit uh, unions, uh, you've already answered that question. But what, what do you think about, you know, if people have uh, RSPs and REFs and stuff like that. What do you think that's going to happen? Uh, you know, if the bank collapse, that's going for a collapse as well. Is, am I correct? Well, it, it depends. You know, if you've got a self-directed RSP, for example, Right, you're in control of those assets, and you're you know you're in and out of the stocks, whatever. But where, what, how is it valued? What what currency is it in? It's all in fiat currency, right? Right. Yeah. Um, now there are ways to get gold into your RSPs, but even that, because here's the thing. So there there's a way they're going to tax your RSPs in the future. So can you count on that, or are they going to change that up as well? Right. So, so I'm, you, having, I'm having, and again, not financial advice, but I'm having people cash their RSPs, taking the tax hit, and putting it into precious metals and other other entities. Okay, good point. Thanks for the answer. Mm-hmm. Appreciate. It. All right, thanks for your question. Next, we have D. Are you with us, D? Hi. Hi, D. Three minutes. Hi, I'm I'm in Ottawa. Yay! I went to Gloucester. <laughs> okay. Played hockey there a lot. So, and I used to work in a bank. So we did sell, like, you know, if someone wanted a large quantity of gold, you'd sell them a gold certificate. Now, is that not as safe then? You're better to have the actual gold? Own the gold. Have the gold. Okay. Furthermore, don't keep it in a, don't keep it in a safety deposit box either. Because? Because, have you heard of bank holidays? You're not okay. bank holidays. The bank's in trouble. They'll close the doors, just like in Greece. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Right? No, I don't keep any of it. There. Yeah. So, okay. So where is the best place to buy gold? Send me an email. Uh, tell me what city you're in, and I'll help you find somebody. Okay. So I wouldn't go to the bank to buy it? I don't. No. You can still get gold and silver there, but I don't. I don't, I don't like banks. <laughs> By the way, my mother was a banker. My sister was a banker, both managers. <laughs> so, anyways, yeah. yeah. Well, you ever seen that TV like- commercial? You know, have you ever seen that one? It's so funny. They go into the guy's living room and they go, "Uh oh, you've got banksters!" And a banker comes out from behind the couch, another one from behind mm. the door. And it's, anyways, okay. Well, <laughs> well, now I'm with a credit union, but I guess you don't like them either. Well, we if own them. Connected right? to the central banking. It's not that I don't like them. It's they're connected to the central banking system. They're private families are in control of your money and also if they go down i mean there's the there's the laws bail-in laws and also you've seen what your government can do something goes mm-hmm. wrong you go yeah. you go out and hold a placard out with tanya one day and they you know mm-hmm. oh yeah we saw you protesting yeah yeah we're not well, there yet but who knows right well I, well yeah. 
Yeah, in, in Ottawa, it depends. Uh, Greg, you know, uh, thank, thank you, you for that question as well about the gold, because somebody else was asking, what is the best place to buy silver? Is it possible that if you did a provincial list, we could post that somewhere on Action for Canada? Possibly, yeah. Yeah. Possibly? All right. Or yeah. even as you accumulate a list, we could continue to add to it. That's generally sure. what we do to try to get this yeah. information out. Yeah. yeah, okay. All right. Sure. Okay. Yeah, we'll talk. And then... Okay, before Terenzio goes to another question as well, uh, people are saying, and I, I know there's a lot of concern about that, about having investments in RRSPs. Um, what do you think is the best thing to do at this point to roll them over into something else? Well, as I said, number one, you're going to take a tax hit, right? Mm-hmm. So just know that. But here's the question to ask. Is the devaluation of the dollar and the risk you're taking being in the system um, of enough concern that you'd pull it out. And then if you did pull it out, diversify. Like land, real estate, gold, silver, and the right crypto. And there could be some good stocks too out there, you know, maybe, but again, that's part of the, the system. I don't have a crystal ball. That's why I don't no. give advice. I give mm-hmm. the lay of the land and you, you know, and pray and get other advice from wise people. By the way, I'm always sensitive that there's financial planners on the line as there was Monday night out in Pitt Meadows. And I'm sorry, but you know, you guys should be helping people to add gold and silver to portfolios, right? That is a intelligent part of a good portfolio because if your portfolio crashes, silver and gold alone in the right percentage can make up for that crash. So you're mitigating risk with gold and silver. Right. Okay. And then what about the question regarding property? Um, If we completely own property, should we sell it before this potential social credit system takes effect or before this digital ID and currency happens? And I think previously you have mentioned that owning property is a good thing and try to be as debt free as you possibly can. Well, that's correct. Um, No, because uh, Tanya and Action for Canada and all the Freedom Fighters, we're going to get the nation back. Mm-hmm. Um, in fact, I, and I want to talk about a lodial title sometime where they don't have a right to take your land in, in, or your property anytime, yeah. anywhere, anyhow. No way. It's called a lodial title. We have right, no idea can. how deep the roots of evil have gotten into our private lives. And what we want to understand is that it's completely and illegal and lawful what's going on in Canada right now. There is no emergency act that has been passed that was done lawfully. They've never demonstrably proved we were in an emergency. And with that, even if we were, it said that all of our charter rights and constitutional rights are still in full force and effect. And and so if we can really absorb that and believe that and be willing to fight for that, I think that's half the battle is over the mind. Questioning what is our rights, what isn't our rights. You have the right to own property. You have the right to work and provide for your family. And we cannot allow the government to stop us uh, from living fully uh, to the best of our ability. And this is one of the reasons as well why the Trudeau has for years been trying to inflate this idea that, you know, gun owners are a problem in Canada. We got it. We got to stop all the guns. We've got to confiscate the guns. No, his reason is so that we can't defend our property and our families. And so hang on to your guns because <laughs> you may you know need where them. the highest per capita ownership of guns is in any nation in the world. Is it the U.S. or is it Switzerland? Switzerland, really? Okay, that I did not know. Interesting, huh? All right. 
Yeah, Terenzio, can you bring on, let's have a couple more questions for Greg. I'm sure there's a long lineup. We do. All right, thanks. Uh, next we have Sandra. Sandra, are you with us? Hi. Yes, I am. Hi, Thank Sandra. you very much for taking my question. Three minutes. Um, okay. I think uh, Tanya already uh, touched on it slightly there. Um, I'm interested if uh, I have investments that are in registered RSP uh, with a financial institution, how I understand that, that Canada has the ability to roll those into a gold and silver RSP without penalty, but I just don't know how to go about it. Um, I've tried contacting the financial institution and they don't offer that service under their umbrella. So it would mean trying to transfer it externally. But if it's not a registered account, yeah. then, like you said, I'm probably going to get dinged tax. Uh, no, you can, you, I think I'll, I can set you up with a guy like that. Um, it can be, uh, you can turn it into self-directed and, and go to this other group. So oh, that me, would be appreciated. Thank help. you. By the way, you guys, if you send me an email, please put sub in the subject line exactly what it is you're looking for. Okay, okay really will helpful. do. Thanks so much. Um, the last part of my question um, was, um, I think I had it in the Q&A, sorry. Um, so that uh, to do with the uh, crypto, yeah. I understand that uh, Christia Freeland is trying to um, implement um, regulations um around crypto so that it's regulated um so i'm just wondering like how cautionary should we be they can try if the government is trying to get their yeah. hands into it yeah she can try we've got some tricks we're working on okay, okay. thank you <laughs> thank you for your question next we have gilbert hello gilbert so, hello. 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 Hi, Gilbert. Three minutes. Uh, yeah, I have a quick question. Um, I'm a semi-retired person, and my wife and I have uh, an insurance policy. And our insurance policy is in jeopardy because the, it's a long-term thing that we're paying into every month. Like, how do we – like, should we just cancel it and cash out on it? Or, My friend, that is not my area of expertise at all. Okay. So, again, you know, we saw how the pension plans are in trouble. Mm -hmm. I wonder how many insurance companies are in trouble, too. Right. Yeah. Okay. Thanks. Sorry, I can't be more helpful on that one. No, that's okay. That's fine. Yeah. Thanks for your question, Gilbert. Next, we have Sharon. Hi. Hi, Sharon. Three minutes. Thanks. Yes, thanks, Greg. I really appreciated that. Um, I'm also a follower of Mike Maloney, so I yes. knew all that. But my questions are more, um, I don't own a home at the moment, so I'm not sure how to do a zero balance without a homeowner's line of credit. And I'm wondering about how I can get more information from you on which crypto. My first time I heard of crypto, it was $3 a Bitcoin. Did I buy any? No, I didn't understand it. Yeah. So, <laughs> yeah, we're going to cover that. Think of my life. We're going to yeah, cover tomorrow that tomorrow night. night. Tomorrow night. I'm so sorry. I have a UVIC event. And we'll do uh, more. We'll do more. Okay. And then the You'll see if you go to greggary.com. Okay. Yeah. Uh, I'll post things in the on the financial tab when we're doing our next one. I anticipate a lot of demand for 
knowledge on crypto. Yeah, just pure. And just so you know, everybody, we're not giving advice on there. No, appreciate that. We're going to give you information and sort of show you the lay of the land, and you're going to be making your own decisions. Okay. okay. Now, uh, my other question would be, and I think somebody kind of touched on it, if the internet goes down and you have crypto, it sounds like you're screwed. And then the other one was... Oh, let me stop you right there. You're not screwed. Okay. You're, you'll be temporarily disabled oh. until it comes back on again. When and if. When, <laughs> yeah, when and if. Okay. I, don't, I don't think it'll be if. I think it'll be a when. And have you ever heard or hearing of the potential of vaults like let's say i store a vault with things in abc company vault yeah. of those being raided no i've never heard of that okay i've never heard of anybody ever in the history of that we know at raiding vaults okay you that would be great. You pay for it right you pay for the privilege but no Okay, so if I go to greggary.com, I could find out when you're doing um, yes. more suggestions for types of crypto, crypto or whatever. Yeah. Yes. Thank you. Yeah. Yeah. Thank you're you welcome. very much. And for those uh, interested in seeing what it looks like, we have it up there on the screen. Thanks for your question. Next, we have Jane. Jane, are you with us? Hello, Jane. Can you hear me now? Yes, we can hear you, Jane. Three minutes. Okay. Yeah, I just want a quick question. I did have a bank, a private bank in the U.S., so um, I know the people myself who owns it, um, and they uh, have transaction with uh, Australia, which I'm involved with, you know, with the investment. So would that be a safe place, like if it is in U.S., a private bank? Well, USA has more involved in the private banking system than Canada, right? We've got the big five here. So, yeah, it could be it could be a good thing. I don't know. I don't know the bank. I'd love to know the bank, by the way. If you want to send me an email, I'll investigate. <laughs> well, it's privately, it's privately run, so it's not like a big outfit. Yeah. You know? Yeah. And, and then they are Christians, too, so. Nice. Oh, I'd love to know that. I'm, coll I'm collecting these things so we can help mm -hmm. people more, right? In the same way that Tanya and A4C are... You know, now we're looking for blood in different towns and cities. <laughs> uh -huh. so we're raising up things like this in communities to help people faster. So, I see. And I believe this thing's going to spread into America anyways, this action for Canada, mm -hmm. action for USA. Let's Actually, so that's that, a good, good uh, place. Mm -hmm. yeah. If we could just, yeah, there we go. For just a moment, I'm seeing that, uh, you know, in the Maritimes, it's 10.30 at night right there, 9.30 in Ontario. So we're going to carry on and do a few more questions with Dr. Greg. And so uh, just for those of you who have to sign off, we just want to remind you, please join a chapter in your area. If there isn't one, join the nearest one. Even if you're a five-hour drive away in PEI, join a chapter because you get plugged in and you may end up meeting people in your area. So one, we want to encourage you to do that before you sign off. We want to encourage you uh, to to sign your your youth up to the uh, and register for the program and the training on Friday night, uh, starting this Friday. Uh, we think that uh, it's very important to invest in our youth. They are our future. The government knew that. The communists knew that. They say you get the minds of our youth and you control the future. We got to get back the the. We got to get back control here. We got to save our kids from this tyranny. Um, you guys, you, know, you should are... see. You should see how organized the World Economic Forum
forum is mm-hmm. to take youth. It's gross. Well, we're going to turn it's it a around. Top priority. Yeah. yeah, it's a top priority. Yeah, and there's way more of us than them. I keep saying that. When we get these chapters implemented, uh, encourage people as well. This isn't the only time we're going to do this eight-week program for youth with Dr. Greg. We're going to be repeating it. We're hoping to, like I said um, earlier on in the program, to to have uh, chapters, locations, places where they can actually come and meet and congregate. Then those kids are going to meet other, you know, uh, uh, friends and youth from maybe their school who they had no idea we're awake and aware and they will start a movement in their schools we got to tap into the rebellion that good old-fashioned rebellion that's in our youth and we got to use it for good we got yeah we got to give them a mission all right we got to give them a vision for the mission so anyways to anybody that has to sign off thank you so much for joining us tonight and we're going to carry on and uh, get through a few more questions with you greg all right, uh, Terenzio. All right, thank you, Tanya, very much. Next, we have Paul. Paul, are you with us? As Paul is trying to come I, on. Uh, sorry, you Paul, got me Paul, early. Can... There. Sorry, yeah. Tanya. Sorry, Tanya. Did you have something to say? Yeah, Paul could pause for a moment. Um, I just wanted to say, Greg, people are trying to make an e-transfer to you right now and saying there's not an auto deposit. Is is there a secret to e-transferring you? Some money for your time. For GregoryGary.com? Yes. No. You want to put it in the chat just to make sure that um, it's being uploaded correctly. Thank you in advance, everybody. All right, yeah. And thank you, Paul, yeah. for waiting a moment. Well, I, I'm not okay. sure if, if it, this is in regards to my comment, but um, okay. but I wasn't meaning to ask another question, but um, I, okay. I just do wonder if if the Internet really would be something that we can expect will always be there. Like, um, I, I just don't know if we can trust these people <laughs> with that. You know, like I just, as far as um, they're, we're, we're putting our wealth in their hands. But either way, um, I know well, here, everybody. Here's the thing. If you understand what cryptocurrency truly is, you're not putting your wealth in their hands. This is a blockchain system. And it, it's peer-to-peer. Nobody gets nobody gets to, to look inside of that system. Okay, so as we understand blockchain so far, it, nobody gets to see it. That's the power of blockchain. So come on Thursday night or another one of our seminars. We'll go a little bit deeper on that. Why it's why it's so much better than. Yeah, maybe maybe I need to do that because yeah. I, I'm very far from being convinced about crypto. Like very far. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So anyway. Okay, thanks for, for everything. Oh, I, I love the cautions and the caveats, you guys. That's called caring about this community, just because I'm an expert in a few areas. Yeah, I love, love hearing your open, honest remarks and questions. Really good stuff. Thanks for your question. Mm-hmm. Next, we have Tara. Are you there, Tara? Yep, yep. Just uh, wasn't sure how to get my microphone going. Um, thank you so much for taking my question. I am so excited about this. Um, I'm new to, I just recently sold my house through a divorce and um, I'm new to investing, so I'm really interested in gold and silver. Um, I'm from Ottawa. Um, so, okay, I'm going to throw some questions at you. And uh, first is why not uh, getting physical 
gold from banks because I just went to TD Bank and ordered a whole bunch online and I'm going to pick it up tomorrow at the bank and I'm going, shoot, is, did I do something wrong? Yeah, Second, no, you didn't. No, you didn't. Yeah. As long as you receive physical gold or silver, you're good. You just want to, and if you're ordering larger amounts, you want to make sure that you're getting the best price. So make sure you do your research on that. And that's, that's what I've been doing uh, recently okay. for all of Canada, finding people with the best price. Okay. So if, uh, if I email you, amount, make sure, start with a small amount, make sure they deliver, check the pricing and you're, you're good to go. I just saying okay. I don't like banks. That's why I don't want to order from banks. Okay. Cool. So yeah, I didn't know if there was a, a safety slash security issue about buying physical, um, bouillon from a bank. Here's the other thing though, is they know you have gold. Okay. All right. You, you just sold me right there on looking elsewhere. Okay. Second question is uh, about that is, are you saying that we need to buy bouillon because in the future I'm going to need to take a gold coin out to go buy groceries? Um, like it, in, and therefore, do I need to buy, you know, one tenth of an ounce coins or do I go ahead and buy 10 ounce bars? Uh, no, I, I don't recommend you buy bigger things. I try to stay as liquid as possible. I was once involved with a company that was selling it by the gram, actually, because right now it's, I don't know, $50, $60 a gram, but it'll go up to two or 300 But um, yeah, if you can uh, keep it in lower denominations, for example, when I buy silver, I buy it one ounce in one ounce coins. And so that's pretty liquid, right? I can go to the, if I need some money, I can go to the local shop if the fiat currency is still around and... I'll exchange it for the fiat currency. Now, the other thing that I haven't gone deep on tonight is if this QFS system gets launched, quantitative financial system, it's all backed by precious metals. And you okay. already have it. Last question. Maple Leafs or uh, standard TD Bank stamped coins? Like, does it matter what's stamped on the coins? Well, there's a, some people saying, well, like I own Maple Leafs. And, oh, that's a government issue. Okay. So what do you recommend? Back. So, yeah, there's actually non-government issue silver coins you can get. Uh, one of my people has it. I'm not, I mean, if it ever got that bad, I'll just go melt mine. I'll just get it melted, right? Mm -hmm. So I don't think that's going to happen. You know, if, if that starts happening, if they start confiscating your, your gold and silver, it's a sign that this country is, we've lost, but we're not going to lose. Okay? We're not going to so lose. That's right. That's me. And, and I'll keep it on my list. I'll keep um, where you can get non-government coins as well. Okay? Good. These are good right. questions. Yeah. We have more, we have more questions. questions. Do you, would you like to keep going? Keep going. All right. I'm Next good. question, we have uh, Jolie. Hi there. Hi, Jolie. Hi. Um, I just had a question about... Um, possibly opening an account like overseas, what are your thoughts on, you know, moving money, getting it out of the Canadian banking system to, you know, an overseas account possibly. Overseas where? Uh, that's, I don't know. That's the thing I've been trying to do research and, Swiss, you know, Switzerland. Yeah. I don't know if that's even worth, like I've, I've been buying silver as well. So I've already bought quite a significant amount. Um, it, it's just, yeah, it's a lot to, to store and keep. It is. Um, yeah. So yeah. my thoughts were, you know, do I get the rest of my money out of, you know, Canadian banking systems. Yeah. Um, I'm probably going over to Dubai in a month and, um, that could be a good place. Um, I've got a private bank in London that mm -hmm. could, could be a good opportunity. 
um, probably a private conversation. Okay. So Guys, I can reach out via email. I'm going to be so careful about advice okay, yes. on matters. I hope you know that, right? Yeah. No, absolutely. Yeah. I just wasn't sure if that was even yeah, something to could, consider. You're, you're trying to stretch your thinking. How do I, how do I diversify risk? How do I mitigate risk? Right. Get yeah. Canada, get it over to the United States. Get, right. But you know, USA has gone after accounts, even in Switzerland. In right. The, okay. Right. All right. So stick with maybe the physical, <laughs> the way of going. Overseas could be a good play. I don't, I don't know. I've okay. Some, I've got some in that private bank in, in, uh, in London. Okay. Well, thank you so much. It was Welcome. really informative. Thank you. All right. Thanks for your question. I was going to say as well, people, please be as well very careful what you announce publicly. You know, if yes. you're if you're Great bringing advice. home gold or silver, I in I foresee home invasions. You know, will increase as well. Uh, so make sure that yeah. it's kept immensely private. The information. Yeah. yeah. I just pray that every single ounce of gold and silver people acquire is fully protected all the days mm-hmm. of their lives. Jesus' name. Mm-hmm. Amen. Yeah. Okay. Let's cover next. this in prayer. <laughs> yes. All right. All right. Okay. Next, next question we have is from Patrick. Patrick, are you with us? Hello, Patrick. Yeah. There, right. you got me now? Yeah, we can hear you. Three right. minutes. I got a, a, the short answers, I think, uh, Dr. Gray. Uh, what about online purchases? I found them, I've been doing some research. They're quite a bit cheaper, certainly much cheaper than the banks. Yeah, for, for gold and silver? Yes. Yeah, like I said, I'm setting all y'all up with some of these people that can do this and get and also getting the best deal for it. Okay, now the, the big question tonight is where to store your gold and silver? Where, do you, okay. where can you keep it? In my home. Yeah. Okay. I'm kidding. Uh, um, I, got, I, I know you don't want to talk about say? <laughs> no, <laughs> no, I know. Just you know, be wise. As Tanya said, don't tell everybody. And uh, some people put in a home safe. Well, some people okay. bury. I know. Up, up yeah. to you. Be wise. Hey, got, Mike Maloney. There's some good videos out there, actually, on some clever ways. I know. I've seen lots of them. Yeah. Yeah. You can, uh, you, 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 it's only physical gold and silver you're talking about, not anything that you would buy stocks in or any of that kind of stuff. Not paper. Nothing. You hear me? Yeah, but what do you mean? Well, like, isn't there a place you could buy uh, gold, but it's only in paper? You buy it, you send them their money, and they give you a certificate for the gold. Well, That's not. Yeah? Forget that, eh? Well,. I mean, I, I see a note here from somebody who's a financial advisor. Thank you. He says that you can, uh, especially if you're locked in accounts like pensions that cannot be liquidated. So I, I guess that would be a, a, like a next best option is converting some of these assets um, into a gold-related asset. So at least you can protect it on, on the back end. Um, but anything that's, you know, you buy a paper certificate representing gold, you're at risk. Yeah. It's going to be a One lot. Last- I just want to get all my questions. Sorry, doctor, I'm not interrupt. Okay. But I've been looking at here. If gold goes up, like you say, and you're buying your gold, well, when you when you cash your gold in to buy things, like that's a non-taxable increase, is it not? No comment. No comment. Okay. Thank you very much. I have so much enjoyed tonight, doctor, and you too, Tanya. This is our first Thank time. You. 
with you guys. Yeah. So awesome. fantastic. Join a chapter. Get involved in a chapter. I like yes, the saying that ask uh, not what your country can do for you, but what you can do for your country. So I say that about chapters. Ask not what your mm -hmm. chapter can do for you, but what you can do for your chapter. You guys, you, there's so many intelligent people on this channel tonight that you can go and give, and people need you. They need you. Yeah. This country needs you. Yeah. I'm telling you, this country needs you. Hello. Hi, Kim. Hi, Kim. It's been great listening to you. Um, I have a very simple question with regard to mortgages held by the central banks. What guidance would you give on that? And I guess what are most people doing? Pay it off as fast as you can. I, I again, you know, I'm just really, I'm really conscious of giving financial advice. So you have a debt to a bank on a part of your property, right? So they're going to keep taking your money, right? Uh, I don't know what to say. I, you know, really, when you start asking questions like that, you want to sit down with a financial planner or a couple wise people and look at the whole scenario, right? Um, th there can be plays like because of the devaluation of currency that's going to happen. Actually, if you've got some extra gold and silver, and then when that values up, that's an easier mortgage payment for you. I mean, there's strategies like that, right? Mm -hmm. So I don't, I don't like mortgages, but it seems like people are forced to get them, right? Um, I always tell people, what's the first four letters in, in the word mortgage? <laughs> Mort, which means <laughs> it's in French. It's not a nice word. Anyways. Yeah, I'm sorry yeah. I can't tell you more. You're welcome to uh, email me privately and we can have a chat about it. Okay? Yeah, we understand as well that anybody that has any kind of debt or mortgage, etc., this is what the government is counting on, your debt. Yes. Because Klaus Schwab's agenda is to say you will have nothing and you will be yeah. happy. And that's because they want to squeeze the life out of you through your debt so they can relieve you of that debt. Uh, that's yeah. why they're trying to take people's jobs away and mandate back yeah. these injections so yeah. that they literally won't take it. Um, it. It's just a really vicious thing to do. That's why we say these are egregious crimes against humanity that we're seeing. See, the seeing. other thing that's crazy when you think about it, let's say you own 60% of your home and you still owe a mortgage and you don't make your mortgage payments and they take your house. How did that happen? Mm -hmm. Right. That's crazy. Yeah, so, but, but it's all uh, kinds anyways, of evil. Anyways, be careful about the fear zone too, okay? Whoever asked that question. Okay, so. Well, what I was going to say is as well, Greg, speak life back into this. Is this why we've still got a 1,000 people on this call? We are up over 1,400. And uh, one of the objectives of Action for Canada, I'll keep repeating it, is to replace all levels of government. We, we have super intelligent people here. Could you run as a city councillor and a mayor? We want to get behind you to do this because this is the key. The yes. 2020, 20, uh, 2021 and 2030 agenda by the UN said the municipalities are the key to putting through their objective because they're closest to the people. We need to replace these these individuals, and, and we well, need to be the ones making the decisions. <laughs> hey, Tanya, this just in, okay? I listened to the recording from the Richmond Council meeting last night that Jasmine presented at. Right. And when they asked about the um, jab policy, the mayor said, that was a closed meeting. We're not going to tell you. That was a close what your decision right. was 
occurred in a closed meeting and you won't reveal? Yeah. I was and so... And they are... Really? Honestly? These are not medical professionals. Since when is a mayor no, and city council insane. able to tell you what medical treatment to take, right? No. All right, I'm going to go to another question here. Yes. It's just, uh, this is why we say replace, replace, replace. Can you please explain the difference between owning actual Bitcoin versus buying digital currency stock on app like Binance? Do you prefer one to the other? And I know others were saying apparently the government was able to shut down Bitcoin uh during the convoy? No, they didn't shut down Bitcoin. They shut down, um, they, they were doing um, cryptocurrency transfers through a company and they, they went after that company and backtracked it somehow. So, okay. um, so cryptocurrency is, it's, it's an online digital currency and there's different cryptos. And I thought I heard you say so, yeah, you can buy shares in some of the cryptocurrencies. You can buy cryptos that are like the, sh- that are like the shares for the company, but they're still cryptos. So, again, I will go deeper on those questions on our program tomorrow, tomorrow. night. We'll likely okay. do one every night, every Thursday, I'm thinking. We'll see how it goes. Okay. Sounds good. All right. This is something people are very hungry for to learn about how to invest in finances. Okay, let's do two more questions and we're going to stop at the top of the hour here. (laughs) This is a long show. All right. Next, we have Brian. Brian, are you with us? Yep. Can you hear me? We can hear you. Yes. Yep. Uh, I think my question was answered earlier. I'm looking to buy some silver and I live in B.C., and uh, the idea of uh, silver and gold coins of the non-government issue, you say you're going to have a list up yeah. in the future? Send me an email, and uh, we'll hook you up with somebody. Where, where do I get your email address? LibertyGoldCrypto.com. I'll, I'll, LibertyGoldCrypto@protonmail.com. I got to get a shorter email, Tanya. At protonmail.com. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Okay, yeah, I got nice. that right. LibertyGoldCrypto@protonmail.com. That's right. Okay, I'll send you an email and uh, see if I can get that list. I'm much yeah. appreciated. And this uh, has guys, been as you most... email me, as you email me, please be as specific as you can. Okay, thank you. Yeah, well, you were talking about uh, just buying one ounce coins and in uh, silver and gold yeah. the same way. Yeah, put that in your in your email that request. Small small denomination coins. Yep. Okay. No, I got to find out about that. Super. All right. Thanks. You guys have really been super tonight. Thank Great. you, the both of you. Thanks. Tanya, you should, have seen the, you should have seen the calls I got, Tanya, when, when Freeland did that number. People like, they just left the bank. Boom. Yep. I got 100K. What do I do with it? I got 250K. Mm-hmm. What do I do? Right? Okay. Yeah, and, you know, the, the uh, Klaus Schwab and the rest of them were real upset with Freeland because they said, we don't have digital banking in place yet. You know, what are you doing? Uh, they weren't ready to take over the bank. So that's why we've got to start making some decisions and get ahead of them. And that's why we're putting this program on. And, Greg, again, thank you so much. Okay, Terenzio, let's ask the last question. All right. And for those that are looking for uh, Dr. Greg Gary's email, it's just underneath his name for you. Next question we have is from Helen. Helen, are you with us? 
Hi, can you hear me? We can hear you, Helen. Yes. Hi. Thank you. This is an excellent session tonight. Just a couple of quick reiterations. So you said that it's best to own our properties outright, free and clear, uh, because uh, there's no way the government could take it away, take them away from us. So aside from owning gold and silver, cryptocurrency, uh, real estate would also be a valuable asset then? Well, uh, I mean, you have your primary residence, right? That's always a good thing, regardless of the price of homes, right? It's a great privilege to own your own home in this country these days. Um, it, and then if you're talking other properties, well, they, they can be a great asset. But of course, they're subject to any real estate crash. So you got to keep that in mind. So, oh, I, I just yeah. only have my primary um, but yeah, because if I, so see, I have, so the other question to segue, like I have investments like stocks in like BMO, right? Even though it's not a bank, but it kind of is a bank. And I'm wondering if are, are investments safer in these stocks than in the bank or does that make sense? Or do well, we, banks, banks typically will have their own portfolio, <laughs> right? They just make it easy for customers. Okay, so, so basically, even same as it's same as having your own portfolio, except one's self-directed and one's run by the bank. What a cute doggy, right? He's naughty. You understand? <laughs> so people get bank portfolios because they do the banking there. It's easy for them, right? That's that's right. why they do it. My, that's what my sister used to do. So, well, oh, this one's through a financial advisor through BMO. That's not part of the bank, but it's called BMO. It's Bank of Montreal, but it's not the bank. It's not the branch. This is a separate, uh, yeah. I guess, entity. Okay. So, what's your question? So, basically, if I have, if I have some money in there, would it be wise to take it all out and pay off the mortgage? What would you do? <laughs> <laughs> well, all I'm going to say is, do you believe that that stocks based in fiat currency are going to devalue? I think so. And my financial advisor is like, no, no, no. You know, he's, he's jabbed and he's not part of this. You know, he probably thinks I have a tinfoil hat and all that. And I keep telling him I'm really nervous about this and I think I want to pull out. And I keep hearing the, the, the markets might crash, things that are going on, and he thinks I'm just nuts. So um, I think I'm just going to Just get a contract him. with him and ask him to, um, if it drops 30%, that he'll, he'll make up that difference. <laughs> yeah, that'll be interesting. You think you'd do that? They would do that? Well, I'm being coy, but yeah. And again, yeah, I'm not. Yeah. I'm not slighting financial planners. They've done great work for a lot of people. They've done a lot of good for good people, right? Oh, but sure. You, and they, it is a bread and butter. Financial planners right? really have to know the times. And I'm they coming, do. If 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 someone isn't like, to me, if someone's not recommending gold or silver, I'm thinking they're not for you. Yeah. So, yeah, because they get they, they they earn off your off your assets, right? Right, and and you don't really have much of an opinion on offshore banking, like in the Caribbean or anything like that. <laughs> I'm not an expert in it yet. Yeah, well, okay, I'll send you an email and ask you about the uh, buying uh, gold and that too. Thank sure. you so much; it's been great. Yes. All right, thank you for your question, and that is our last question, except for one more. I have one question for you, Dr. Greg Gary. Yes, sir. You have $100,000. You find out the bank is going to crash everything in a week from now. What would you do? Me personally? I would probably put... Um, the rule of thirds? 60% in, in uh, silver. 
10% in gold. And depending on my ability to get good intel on cryptos, I might put 30% in. If I don't get enough good intel, maybe 20. Great answer. Thank you very much. And just uh, just so that everybody knows, we are not providing advice. This is just uh, this is just a question to ask. Thank you very much for your question, Dr. Greg. Yeah, thank you so much. Wow, woo, seven o'clock, uh, Dr. Greg. As always, um, you are a man of. Uh, like we said at the beginning, many talents, you know, regarding our kids. I, I was reading up a little bit more on you the other day regarding 5G. Uh, you know, there's so many things that we need to cover and be aware of as we move forward. As I've said, most of that leads back to having good leadership in place who understands that. So they'll be on our side and uh, make decisions to protect the people from from all of this tyranny. You have spent time sharing your expertise again tonight on the financial system, walking many of us through it. I believe there's probably new people on here tonight who are just being introduced to the fact that the cash, the fiat, that this system has nothing to back it. And I know when I heard that from you a couple of weeks ago when you were on our Tuesday show that we hold every week as well, I sat there and go, I finally understand this. I finally understand why cash is, is something so vulnerable you know, to hold um, in this volatile market and moving forward. Um, so in closing tonight, what's a final word that you could share with everyone? I keep uh, reiterating that scripture, Tanya. You know, God's not given you a spirit of fear, but a power and love and sound mind. And as intelligent human beings, it behooves us to get the sound mind part done, right? And that's not always easy. Mm-hmm. And so mm-hmm. many counselors will help you make good decisions, many wise counselors. So go with mm-hmm. that. You've heard me. Some of you, this is the first time you've heard this kind of thing. So go watch Mike Maloney. Go, go talk to some other people about this. And then I always right. say pray. Pray. Yeah. Pray about your decisions. Just have faith and peace and, and trust. Yeah. We know that. As we've, you know, you've been, you, you know who I am, you know what it is that I stand for. And for you people who are new, uh, Action for Canada is a faith-based organization that believes that Canada was based and founded on Judeo-Christian principles, biblical principles. We've compared that to nations around the world that are built on different political systems and different faith-based systems. We've named them Pakistan, China, North Korea, uh, many of the Islamic countries. And those people are living in oppression. They do anything to have come to Canada. Now, not so much anymore. We have people who have immigrated there from those nations trying to flee that oppression and now worried about what they're facing in Canada. So we think that number one is to protect our sovereignty as a nation based on biblical principles, giving you the freedom to believe or not to believe. We're not saying that you have to be a Christian to be part of Action for Canada. We're just trying to educate you on why our values and our systems have always worked better than foreign systems. And so, for one, we, we've got to fight for that. We've got to fight for the church, um, you know, which the government is attack, uh, attacking because that shuts down democracy. So that's key. Then we need to be responsible and we need to start electing people into positions. We need to know if they know about the critical issues, where do they stand on those issues, and what will they do for us, uh, you know, if they get into office. We can't be apathetic and lazy anymore and vote the party line. 
All right. So that's a key thing to Action for Canada as well as we grow this organization. Um, Dr. Greg, thank you. Thank you that you're a man of faith, that you are providing and sharing your wisdom and your knowledge. And we're just very grateful that you've been on. We're going to have you on again. <laughs> great, a great pleasure, everybody. Thank you for the privilege of, right. of being with you tonight. God bless you. Thank you. Well, everyone, we almost hung in there with a 1,000 people out of 1,400 on a call tonight. We hope you'll join us next week when we will have uh, Majed El Shefi on to discuss the human rights issue and the freedom of religion in Canada and how we are going to battle again. He's had 600 cases that uh, he's won. We're going to be 601. Canada is going to be 601. I'm so excited about this. And then we're also planning on having a doctor on who is literally treating people who have had the jab and have been injured and she has is having success in helping them with her treatments uh, there's many things 5g very important issue for us to discuss so keep in touch make sure that if you haven't joined action for canada and somebody else provided you the zoom link tonight that you join yourself we also have a meeting on tuesdays sheila would you actually put the link to tuesday's meetings it's a little more casual we have zoom calls with uh, business owners and including employees and parents and anybody else and we have lots of Q&A we discuss important issues as well we teach you how to use the notices of liability etc so anyways I'll leave it at that it's been a great evening thank you for joining us God bless you and God bless Canada thanks Tanya thanks Greg thanks everyone nice to meet you all newcomers God bless everyone